Marvelicious Toys is brought to you in part by Dorkside Toys. At DorksideToys.com, you can get the latest Marvel toys, as well as Star Wars, G.I. Joe, The Walking Dead, and more. Run by toy fans, you can be assured your order will be given great attention and packed with care. Sign up to their social channels now for stock alerts, reviews, and toy and movie news. DorksideToys.com. You'd be a dork not to shop there. Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to another issue of Marvelicious Toys. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is Justin. And I'm broke. <laughs> it's been an expensive week for collectors. I could hear your wallet crying all the way over here. Yeah, it's looking emaciated. I almost hear Sarah McLaughlin singing when I look at my wallet. Like, won't you please help a wallet in need? <laughs> a little sad puppy dog eyes. <laughs> yeah, it's a great week to be a Marvel collector, but... A lot of stuff hitting. I think this is the beginning of Age of Ultron mania. I think that from now until the end of May, it's going to be just an assault. I agree. I think that all of the merchandising we didn't see for the first Avengers movie is going to come out like crazy for this one. Is there a fast food tie-in? That's one thing I haven't seen that I'm kind of expecting. Oh, yeah, but not that would probably be like a month and a half before the movie opens when they start that. But my money's on Burger King, right? Burger King is where they did some of the early stuff, but Guardians was at Subway. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of stuff's been at Subway. You had Star Wars Rebels. You had Big Hero 6. You had Guardians. Am I missing anything? Oh, Iron Man 3 was at Subway. So methinks that Subway's owned by Disney. Yeah, I think we're heading into, to use a dated reference from Twister, an F5 tornado of merchandising. <laughs> But you're right. There's a tsunami of stuff coming our way, and some of it's already starting to trickle out to stores. Well, let's get right into that. The Spectacular Store Report. I'll start off with non-Avengers related news. The next Walgreens exclusives are hitting, and if you thought Agent Venom was hard to find, your next symbiote purchase there may be even harder because we have a Hydra spy who has gotten us the case packs. Of this, And while Walgreens has been known to repack their cases in their distribution houses and send them out, according to our Hydra agent, Hail Hydra, <laughs> this is how it is straight from Funko. And that's three Punishers, because we all know that Punisher Mighty Mug sold so quickly at Toys R Us. <laughs> Punisher anything is not a hot item. No, not at all. I mean, he's, I'm not I'm not dishing Punisher as a character. It just seems like they always overestimate his popularity, especially in the movies. <laughs> then you get three Venoms, not Agent Venom, but Venom Venoms. And that's pretty cool. And then one black outfit Spider-Man and one Spider-Man 2099. Hmm. That seems like a wonky case ratio. Now, they may have different case ratios down the line. They may be shipping so many cases that they'll be saying at Walgreens, be well, and would you like a Punisher? 
<laughs> but at this point, other people have seen this too. I've already seen Black Suit Spider-Man selling for 40 to 60 on eBay. Whoa. Now, you're way more into Pops than I am. I'm kind of casual with the Pops. Are all of these characters exclusive to Walgreens or just the Spider-Man 2099? All of these are an exclusive wave to Walgreens. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to be swimming in $3 Punishers here by the end of summer. Yeah. Walgreens marks them down quick. But they are hitting. They are hitting on the coast right now. They have not yet made it to the Midwest, Hail Hydra. But they may have by the time this episode is released. So, if you really want those Spider-Mans, I'm hoping that Walgreens is just going to put them up on their website for order. I keep checking that daily, the way... They did with Agent Venoms. You don't hope that. That was a nightmare, wasn't it? They showed <laughs> up. That's not a nightmare. Okay. <laughs> they just had really bad paint. And really bad shipping. Like, wasn't it well after they had already hit stores? In the case of Agent Venom, it was. In the case of the Boba Fetts, it wasn't. Okay. And they're already hitting stores, and they're not online yet. So I hope they put them on just so I have a shot at getting them at retail versus the exorbitant Fungo Pop exclusives, those things go crazy, yo. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, we're not just competing against Marvel collectors. We're competing against, like, Disney files who have decided every Funko Pop must be theirs because they're so the cute. Right. No, yeah, the Pops are a whole different world. So I guess I'm going to be spending some time going into Walgreens pretty soon here. Ugh, I thought I was past that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at the bright side. There's not that many, right? I just, yeah. <laughs> I just wish there's more Walgreens close to my targets because targets where I've been going lately because I've been hearing that the Odin wave of legends has been showing up there. Yeah, I've hit my target several times and not found them yet, but it's exciting that they're coming so soon. We had this exact same thing one year ago. Go back to our show in January a year ago. We're like, wow, Captain America Legends and Spider-Man Legends hitting already? And now I'm like, wow, the Odin wave of Legends are hitting already? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty exciting. That's a pretty solid wave up and down. I'm pretty excited to get my hand on that, especially with... We're finally, finally, finally getting the classic Hawkeye figure that we've been seeing for, what, three years at <laughs> different cons? Yeah, unfortunately, though, only one person I know has them in hand, and that's John, one of our Facebook fans. And he said he bought and opened his Hawkeye and Machine Man, and they are terrible. Really? I'll quote his post. The body mold is either starting to degrade, or I got lucky and both were crap from the start. The horizontal rod that's set in the groin to allow the legs to peg into the hips? Yeah, it's loose on both of those figures, to the point where their torso weight actually causes them to lean to the side. I can pick them up and the legs just wobble about, which is bugging me to the point where I may return them and try to get another set if, big if, I see these stocked again. Hopefully it's not a recurring issue, but I've noticed it in some YouTube reviews. Scarlet Witch is great, but she can't stand for snot. Uh, this is scary. That's a new issue with the hips like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucy Goosey used to be a problem with some of the uh, Toy Biz legends back in the day. And I mean, I haven't really heard too much about Hasbro having loose joints, but if this is going to be a new problem, geez, it's kind of heaping it on now, aren't they? It could be an isolated incident. It could be worse in some than in others, but just... I'm still very excited for the figures to be coming. I just hope that they live up to the expectations. But they're not Target exclusives. They're just hitting targets now. I mean, we still have chances of finding these at Toys R Us and Walgreens. 
<laughs> Meyer carries stuff like that. So if you have a Meyer in your area, and I will tell you that Meyer clearances out stuff pretty quickly, and they've got the Guardians Legends already moving out at like fifty percent off. Nice. I've just gone ahead and ordered the wave from our sponsor, Dorkside Toys, and called it a day. That seems to be much easier. That's the way to go. Now I did find some new figures in stores this week, though. What? Yeah, I was at Toys R Us and. Looking right back at me were the ultimate Spider-Man web warriors. <laughs> Are you so desperate that you'll just buy anything? Here's the problem. Oh boy, here we go. I was pulled in because they did an Agent Venom. And there's only four figures in the entire set. And they're all Spider-Man figures. And I mean, these are kind of cool Spider-Man figures. Miles Morales, Ultimate Spider-Man, Agent Venom, Iron Spider, and then classic Spider-Man. And the Agent Venom, sadly, the paint job on it puts the Marvel Legends to shame. <laughs> it's a nice, solid white paint app. <laughs> but here's my problem. Calling them figures is a bit of a stretch because these are what? Four points of articulation? Hey, their heads turn. Okay, so five. <laughs> but wait a second now. Five POA is the new three and three quarter inch multi-articulated figure. <laughs> but actually, this is its own new scale. That's the other problem. What is this? Seven inches? No, no. They're smaller than Legends figures. So they're about five inches. They're kind of in that same scale as the other Ultimate Spider-Man figures. These are the Ultimate Spider-Man Web Warrior. I see it as a less posed continuation of that line. They're around that same scale. They came out with, remember, the Doc Ock and the couple Spider-Mans that had various weaponry and things. But these are kind of different in that they are so cheap at $6.99 and with the five points of articulation, I've realized what they have done. They don't call them Titan figures, but I think they should call them the Tiny Titans. <laughs> <laughs> Titan babies. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I tell you what, I saw them in person and I looked at them a little bit longer than I might normally have. There's just something about that weird scale that just I couldn't do it. You know, I looked at the Agent Venom a little bit and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And they feel a little more hefty than even a Titan figure. Seems like there might be some more solid plastic going on than than hollow but what I did is I did collector math. I said, sure, $6.99 sounds like a decent price, but that's really only $3 less than the actual Titan figures that I don't want anything to do with. Yeah, I think these look a little bit better, though, because none of these look like tiny soap bottles. I think that they have that articulation, but the arms are slightly bent and have a little bit more oomph to them. The Agent Venom's looking really stiff, but the others, they're just don't look quite so static. Yeah, they're not so straight up and down statuesque. Like you said, their arms are a little bit further away from their body and they have a little bit more of a wide stance in their legs. And like you said, they're heftier. They don't feel hollow. I mean, I really feel like you if the Titans weren't made as soap bottles, you could turn them into one. Just a little super glue around the seams. And that would be really weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm not proud of myself for getting these, but I also have no regrets. What I almost would have regretted, though, I also, because I'm like, Agent Venom. I like Agent Venom. I like the outfit. I like just Venom in general. And then I saw the Titan Hero Tech Spider-Man in Agent Venom. 
Ooh. I bet you that sounds a lot cooler than what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about the Titan Hero tech before, which are basically those electronic figures we reviewed so long ago, but now they're just using the Titan name because they're not articulated figures and they have sound effects and every so often a light effect, right? Right. And so I was thinking, okay, Agent Venom, a big scale Agent Venom. It's not like I don't own some electronic 12 inch figures that I could put this amongst. It didn't look the greatest, but it was Agent Venom. Why does he look like a Hydra agent? Yeah, he kind of does with the eyes and everything. Yeah, what really bothers me is it's their different hands. Because look at Venom's hands and then look at Sp- Spider-Man's like in a dance pose and Venom's all, all fisty. <laughs> but then I pushed the button on Agent Venom's chest. I just couldn't bring myself to buy it. Spider-Man team up! Woohoo! <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood, Agent Venom. Oh, yeah. Agent Venom. Oh, yeah. And Agent Venom shoots. He scores. I'm bringing the symbiote smashing. I'm Agent Venom, and you just got bit. I mean, isn't this awful? Yeah. (laughs) All right, dude. (laughs) <laughs> Agent Venom shouldn't sound like a surfer. No. He should have a, a raspy, whispery voice. Yeah, he should sound like an agent. I mean, I realize that Web Warriors isn't the comic, but yeah, I put the Titan Hero tech right back there. I think I was really just kind of lusting for the Hulkbuster Titan Hero tech and not able to find it. <laughs> but... Jason, who posts to our Facebook page and who runs yakface.com, he did find it up in Minnesota, as well as the Iron Man Titan Hero Tech. And yeah, of course they didn't get Robert Downey Jr. or even reuse any Robert Downey Jr. lines. The dialogue isn't that great, but it's still a giant Hulkbuster, right? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. The one thing, though, that I would have bought had I not forgotten my wallet, and I will probably own by the time the show goes out. In the toy aisle, they didn't have any new figures, they didn't even have the Hulkbuster, but they did have roleplay toys for Avengers Age of Ultron. They had a Captain America shield, which we're going to be talking about a much better Captain America shield later on, so I didn't even... Does your shield that you got shoot out a neat little propeller from the center? No, it's lesser. (sighs) It's not as cool as that one, I guess. (laughs) But they also released new Hulk hands, brand new Hulk hands. Yes. And these, you actually, they don't come as a pre-done fist. Justin, you've talked on the show so many times about a friend of yours who took some Hulk hands that are now worth hundreds of dollars and cored them out to hold beer. Well, now there's no coring out needed. (laughs) They heard my cries over at Hasbro. They said, well, quit ruining our perfectly good Hulk hands. Just... Take these. They're open palms. Well, Justin, <laughs> last Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday. I do hope that you picked some of these up to hold your beer in during the big game. Yes, I was double Hulk fisting the whole game. Well, because of an eBay auction I won last year, I have a complete set of Hulk hands from the Abomination hands to the Walmart exclusive different shade hands. I have the talking hands and I made Marjorie ask at the last time we saw Hasbro. New York Comic Con. About Come on, what about those great Hulk hands with the sound effects? No, they have no plans to do those ever again in the future. But the girl didn't know why. (laughs) 
see, none of those gimmicks, like ever since the first time they released Hulk hands, the novelty has worn off on me. You know, I didn't care that they put smashing effects in there or changed the colors. This is the first time since way back then that I'm actually excited to own some Hulk hands. <laughs> <laughs> this is all they need to do is open the fist up. Because you can think about all the possibilities. You can drive around with these on, you know? <laughs> I suppose you could, yes. The only bummer is, is you have to buy them to find out if your hand's going to fit in there. Like, there's no holes on the bottom of the box or anything to let you try it out. Yeah, I know. That's what I love about the other Hulk hands I have, is the holes are right there in the bottom, so you can shove your hands right in and play uh-huh. around, and you don't have to ever open the box. But these, in addition, I wonder if there's a spoiler here. It looks like Hulk's in handcuffs. There's this big metal bar crossing his hands. It's like he's clamped down. Yeah, um, some sort of restraint. Maybe he's supposed to be lifting something, but it's not really selling that to me, Hasbro. I thought it was just packaging, to be honest. I didn't even put that much thought in I'm like, oh, what's that bar? Oh, they probably just have to keep the hands from flopping around. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be a very effective restraint. Like, just straighten your fingers out and pull down. <laughs> These are smaller Hulk hands than before, but you're right, Justin. I mean, from driving to drinking, not at the same time, I hope. <laughs> These Hulk hands are it. Not back to back, but Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes. I hope they keep these going for a while because I wouldn't mind eventually having a pair of red Hulk hands and a pair of gray ones. Maybe even flesh colored ones would be fun. No, that would be just weird and creepy. Oh, actually, you can get those already. I think the Wreck It Ralph ones are out there somewhere. Oh, those are Hulk hands? Yeah, Hulk fists anyway. The only other thing I found, and this is just because I was combing Target for signs of more Age of Ultron promotional blitzing. I went to that aisle by checkout where they always look at you like you're about to shoplift because you're standing too close to the exit. (laughs) It's totally what that aisle is. (laughs) It's full of trading cards and you're loitering and they're like scanning you to see if you make a break for it. (laughs) But while there, I found new NECA scalers and we kind of talked about those. Those are the little figures that you can put on headphone cords because headphones aren't heavy enough or something. just not into this line. I thought I'd be all over them when I first heard they were being announced, especially when they started out with like the little horror series. And I was like, eh. And then you texted me and showed me the Rocket and Groot. And I'm like, pass. I don't know. There's something about that Rocket Raccoon that reminds me of Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes with the scowl and the menacing grin that like he's up to mischief. But I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't want anything hanging on my cords. Yeah, they are kind of useless. But I kind of fall with Marjorie on this one. They're just, if we're honest with ourselves, they're just not that well done. They're not that cute. They're in a cute scale and a cute proportion, but they're not pulling off the cuteness. This is like how everyone thinks that all babies are cute. No. No. (laughs) I agree with you guys. The Iron Man, the Spider-Man, not cute. But come on, look at that rocket raccoon with his smile. They look like something out of South Park. And I'm not dissing South Park because I like South Park. But I'm saying that the Groot especially, he looks like something out of South Park. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll give it to you that Rocket is cuter because he does have like big cute eyes and a nice grin. But his body just looks like, I don't know, the big bad wolf or something. Like his arm is weird, hairy and... You're right. It does look like Rocket Wolf more than Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, these aren't very good. (laughs) Well, I did not buy them. I offered them to you. Well, you forgot your wallet. (laughs) That too. So maybe that was a good thing. (laughs) You know what they'd be cool for, though? Not hanging off of your headphones, but like maybe on ceiling fans on that cord. I wouldn't mind pulling on Groot to turn on the ceiling fan. 
Actually, it's a really easy hack to put like a galactic hero or superhero squad or something on the end of that pull chain for your fan. Well, I may have forgotten my wallet, but it may be a bad thing that Google Chrome has my credit card information stored. Oh, God, what'd you buy? Sales to Astonish! Hot Toys put up for pre-order last week the next figure from the Avengers Age of Ultron line. I really thought it was going to be Ultron because they'd already put out that teaser with the no strings. Usually they tease right before they release. But no, coming out of nowhere, it's the new Captain America with his now more red outfit. <laughs> yeah, slightly redder outfit. When they first put this up, I went to order. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking... Do I need another cap? I have, as you call him, pajama cap, but the star-spangled man. I've got the World War II flak jacket exclusive cap. I've got the first Avenger cap. I've got Avengers cap. I've got... You would never have too much cap. <laughs> and I'm sorry, they got the likeness down on this. That is where I was going. Is As soon as I saw the unmasked portrait, this one, I always say... That Hot Toys scares me with how good the likeness is, but this one takes it to a whole new level. Other than a few Robert Downey Juniors, and they have an advantage there. He has facial hair. This is the best likeness I think they've ever done. It looks just like Chris Evans. Yeah, they keep upping their game on these faces, and this one's almost creepily done too well. <laughs> I mean... It looks like it has pores. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it's it's very good. It's really good. And I love the outfit. I like how it's updated and kind of modern and sleek. I like the A on the shoulders. I mean, the shield that the previous ones came with was so cool. I mean, it was a little metallic shield that had a nice sheen to it and everything. And he's coming with another one of those. But the mask on head, the mask off head, the shield... And the outfit, I'm not sure. I think I like it, but it's certainly getting more comic booky. Whereas in the phase one of the Avengers, especially, they felt like they really had to tether things and make it feel real. In reality, nobody's going to put red piping just for looks on the back of their superhero suit. How do you know that? Do you know any superheroes? <laughs> well, unless Tony is doing what we think he did and he created outfits for everybody this time around. Yeah, and he's the ostentatious one. Exactly. Not only are you getting the two heads with the helmet and without the helmet, but they're sending along just the helmet so you could have the unhelmeted head and he can like pose with it or have the helmet displayed next to him, which I think is a really nice touch. Yeah, I gotta say, like, I haven't ever been super excited about a Captain America hot toy because usually I don't even go for the human ones, but this one is calling my name a little bit. This one's so good with the face that if it goes down on Markdown after the movie comes out, I could see me getting this just to put that head on one of the other Captain Americas. No, that's not a bad idea at all. Yeah, I'm kind of digging it. This is the most, like you said, with the outfit and the extra red, this is the most Captain-y America that he's been in <laughs> any of the movies. <laughs> Captain Americana-ish? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> now, the base he comes with, that's what they're doing with all their Age of Ultron figures, is they have matching bases that are individualized. You'll notice that this one has cap shield surrounding the A there. I like it that it's stylized, but it's really going to make these a set so that when I display all my hot toys, I think I'm going to have to have all my Age of Ultron figures together because the bases really are going to pull them together as a display piece. Yeah, I can see that. 
It's hard to tell in these promo pics just how much detail is in there, if that's a, a sticker. But knowing Hot Toys, that I bet you that's actually molded and sculpted in there, all those lines. I'm thinking the lines might be, but I definitely think that that's, you know, some kind of a decal at, up top. Maybe it's painted, but they could do it. They're good enough. So, yeah, this is scheduled to ship between September and November later this year. So if you're even thinking about it, do what I usually do and take advantage of that flex pay. That's a smart way to do it. Well, you don't notice $56 a month as much as you do $250 all at once. Well, especially when you don't know when it's shipping. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Surprise! You have no money and we're going to try to take it out for your toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always during Comic-Con. Yeah. But no, with the shield, with the retractable handles and the face, this is absolutely a must-own for me. It's not... A hot toy I buy with any regret. I've already placed my order now at Sideshow Collectibles. And for people who wonder why I order from Sideshow, first, they are the only authorized hot toys dealer in the United States. I've had a hot toy with damage and hot toys would not provide any kind of warranty or support and replacement parts unless I bought it directly from Sideshow. And second, with their rewards program, I get a percentage back to spend on the next hot toy. Exactly. Just so long as the last one shipped. Very true. <laughs> also, the next hot toy from Guardians of the Galaxy has gone up for pre-order. And no, it's not Drax. Everybody's waiting. What happened to Drax? Why is there no Drax? They didn't think he'd be a big hit. No, they have him. We saw him at Comic-Con. They just haven't put him up for order yet. Yeah, sculpting and painting those little tattoos is probably harder than they thought. You think that's the holdup? Maybe. It could be hard to mass produce something like that. The one we saw at Comic-Con could very well have been a hand-painted example. I don't know. That's just a guess. It, no, <laughs> they do often show prototypes and hand-painted models at Comic-Con. I just was trying to think through if there might have been, maybe they were holding off for some other reason than manufacturing problems because they put out so many Guardians characters so quickly. But it does seem like Drax would be the logical next step. But no, coming out of left field, a hot toy I didn't think they'd produce, a character so minor I think I might actually someday get Kat Denning from Thor, <laughs> because she had more screen time than Thanos. <laughs> yeah, it is. Isn't it a little strange that they decided we needed to get Thanos out now in a Guardians line when we know that he's coming back in the future, so why not wait? Well... What am I talking about? There's going to be another one coming out in the future. Yeah, I did look, though. I mean, we won't be getting the next Thanos probably until 2020. This is a way to get the Mad Titan out to fans now. And because Hot Toys is only making movie line figures, this is a way to bring in comic fans of Thanos now that he's been in a movie. You know, I mean, they have the ability to whittle that in under the license which means they also can make a Hot Toys Howard the Duck, I'm just saying. Oh, I, I wouldn't be holding your breath for that. Not at all. Maybe a two-pack of Howard with Cosmo? <laughs> I think actually what we're seeing here is more of a long-term plan of releases set by pricing. You know, with Captain America being the previous announcement, that's in the 220 to 240 range, and then they have a slot for a bigger, more expensive one now, knowing that, of course, there's going to be a Hulk coming out in the near future. So they got to pepper in a few easier to handle price points before getting to that Hulk. 
Well, here's the thing that I found interesting is from the movies, I can't tell how tall Thanos is supposed to be. But in this case, he's 38 centimeters, which translates to almost exactly 15 inches. So he's about a quarter taller than a human. So if the average human is around six feet, he'd be seven and a half to eight feet. So he's a big figure. But in previous shows, Justin, you and I were kind of going back and forth. How much will he cost? And with the big throne he comes with, we were in the $800 range on that. Yeah, I think we uh, I think we went over the actual retail price. <laughs> you guys would suck at Rice is Right. I just want to say that. We would have lost our showcase showdown. Something yes. harsh. Yeah, because <laughs> the person who bid a dollar beat us. <laughs> <laughs> because I was more than ecstatic to find him coming in at only $415 with a throne that has LED effects. That's incredible. Seriously, I mean, I know it's it's kind of nonchalant to say only $415, but considering it's hot toys and everything you're getting here, that's still well under what I thought they were going to ask. Here's how I think they pulled it off is they kind of cheaped out a little bit on the throne. If you look at the picture, that's just the throne. It's not the stylized photo of Thanos in the cosmos behind him. It's just the base. It's a hot toys base with a couple of clear stands and then the chair up top. So it's not going to be a hefty, massive throne. It's supposed to emulate the floating effect. But when you look at it in that one picture, you realize that it looks a lot cheaper than what I think I imagined in my head. Yeah, without without him sitting in it, it just kind of looks like Flintstones furniture. <laughs> and also here, you know, where Hot Toys likes to throw in accessories and hands and extra heads and stuff. All you're really getting here is two sets of hands, open hands and fists. They do that a lot with the bigger figures, though. I mean, if you look at the original Hulks and things, they got I think it helps keep the cost down. I'm happy this is four hundred dollars, especially since he's wearing armor and it's really detailed and ornate and intricate. I'd rather spend less and not have, you know, smiling face from Avengers as well as Josh Brolin head from the other because he looks totally different. Once they cast Josh Brolin and started mocapping, I look at this and all I see is Josh Brolin whenever I see Thanos now. Like Josh Brolin, he's aged since Goonies. He has lines in his chin now. <laughs> okay, so it's not just me. No. Because I keep thinking that he's actually playing the character because at first before I heard Josh Brolin, I thought it was going to be Ron Perlman because <laughs> it would be a very good Ron Perlman role. <laughs> But now that it's Josh Brolin, I like see it in the eyes. See, I see uh, George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to me, I just see Tom Chaney from True Grit sitting in that chair. Or Jonah Hex, really. Who saw Jonah Hex? Hey, I had to review it for Now Playing Podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but at 4.15, again, I'm not trying to be flippant, but this is something that any Hot Toys collector could do. Whereas, honestly, I'm looking at that Hulkbuster... And it could outprice me because I think that Hulkbuster could come in at 850 to 1000 Yeah, that's going to be the one that, man, if they decide to go die cast on the Hulkbuster, yikes, look out. I doubt if they would, judging by like what they did with the Igor and things. I don't think they'd go die cast, at least not on the first release. <laughs> the first release. You're already getting ready. But yes, this is available for order now. He is shipping between November of... 15 and January of 16 and 
I've already placed my pre-order. Once I saw 415, the hesitation was gone. When they put it up, my heart like hit my chest. I was like, oh no, $800. 400 and I got a year to flex pay? Boom! <laughs> done and done. Well, part of the reason that I had a little trouble doing that was because I just spent $200 earlier that same day joining a new club. It sounds like one of those clubs that comes around like Justin, you and I are spitballing and maybe drinking and going, you know, wouldn't it be cool if Loot Crate was just Marvel? Like all it shipped was Marvel stuff instead of sometimes getting how to survive a Sharknado and <laughs> zombies and yeah. Wouldn't that just be great if all it was was random Marvel stuff? And now that is coming. They're calling it the Marvel Collector Core, done by Funko. Funko is it. Let me tell you, I just traveled and I think I saw Funko Pops in every single newsstand and gift store I went in. They are ubiquitous. Honestly, if they continue the way they're going with the reaction figures, the pop vinyls and things, I think Hasbro and Mattel need to be looking over their shoulder and maybe even Lego at some point. But Hasbro tried something like this before. Micro Mighty Mugs and the Mighty Mugs. Similar size, but Hasbro just couldn't pull it off. Well, here they've kind of got collectors where they live because they've already announced through this blind box set is the only way you will get your Hulkbuster pop vinyl. <sighs> they know how to come out of the gate swinging, don't they? And I subscribe to Loot Crate. I subscribe to Loot Crate right after missing the Funko Pop Groot that they shipped. And I'm like, well, I had to spend $60 for that $20 crate. I might as well just subscribe. And I've been getting them. And they're kind of fun. I like some of the Funko stuff they've shipped, the reaction figures and whatnot. But here... It's $25 a box. They're only doing six boxes a year, whereas most subscription services do 12. So that does bring the cost down. The first box alone, you get the Hulkbuster pop vinyl, a t-shirt featuring one of four exclusive designs. So you may even still be hitting eBay to find the other three if you need them. An additional stylized vinyl collectible and two premium accessories, all from Funko that would retail for over 50 bucks. See, I, I was kind of thinking that you should have subscribed to this twice because I see some fights going on. <laughs> Plus, you have to choose your T-shirt size so they'd all be my shirts. Yes. Maybe that I'll just buy this for myself. Well, I subscribed instantly because they also have a founder's item. If you subscribe and pay annually right away at CollectorCore.com, and that's C-O-R-P-S.com, and prepay for a full year, six boxes, you become a founder who gets a free annual gift of a seven inch gold statue. And every year you keep renewing, you continue to get this special statue that only will come to the founders. So you get like a little Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It looks like an Oscar of Captain America, which I don't necessarily want, but I'm like, if I'm subscribing to the boxes anyway, I might as well pay up front and get my Oscar cap. Yes. Right. But you get it at the year. Yes. You don't get it right away. What? It says it's $150 a year. Yes. And then comes shipping. Oh. And the shipping was about $833 a box. So the $25 per box actually became $33.33 per box for me. 
Hmm. It's a little bit misleading because on the front page it says shipping and taxes were applicable. Whereas all the other subscription boxes I do, it's just included in the box price and you don't pay anything extra. Yeah, I think that's a little bit high. 33.33 is a little high. But if you start looking at what you're getting for $200 in a year, say half the boxes have t-shirts, three t-shirts that at conventions run $18, $20 a shirt. That's 60 right there in shirts. Hopefully you'd like them. At the very least, being Marvel, I'd wear them around the house just to do stuff. You're going to be getting some pop vinyls that you can't get anywhere else at 10. This Hulkbuster is going to be the six inch pop. So he'd be $20, $25. Then all the other stuff you're going to get, probably exclusive mystery minis, other stuff. I just hope that when they say one of four shirts, they don't go like, there's a whole wave of mystery minis exclusive to this, and you get one of them, and you have to head to eBay for the rest of them. Yeah, that would be really not fun. Yeah, as long as they keep it the shirts being different, you know, but if they start doing two different or three or four different parts of a set of a collectible in a month, that could get really annoying. Yeah, that would actually send me away from them. I'm like, if I have to go to eBay anyway. So if they're listening, don't do that because you'll lose at least one founder. (laughs) And also, I kind of wonder, since it is Funko, you know, saying that this Hulkbuster is exclusive to this, does that mean that it's going to come in a box with a sticker that says, you know, collector core exclusive, and then we'll find this at the store in a few months without the sticker on it? Is that what's making it exclusive? Or is this going to be the only real way to get Hulkbuster? I honestly believe that it would be the only real way to get Hulkbuster because that's how they're getting you to subscribe, right? At the very least, it'll be the only way for a long time. And then maybe, maybe they'd do something else at Comic-Con or something. But I don't see him becoming a general release if this is their big gambit to get you for 200 a year. Well, I mean, think about it. Like I said, this is Funko. The the only way to get the Wampa with a Luke was at Comic-Con. But you can still get a Wampa at Barnes & Noble. So I wouldn't put it past them to this comes out some other way, some other how. You make a good point. It would undercut their box if they did that, but it is possible. Well, they won't do it till after the box is all shipped. True. <laughs> They'll wait till May. <laughs> and then it will be free with admission to Avengers. <laughs> So I'm calling it now. There's going to be a Hulkbuster mega set with a plain clothed Tony Stark in the same box. Hmm. Or a Hulk for them to fight. There you go. A big Hulk. Well, here's my thinking, though. When I saw 25, I went to subscribe. When I saw 33, I held off on hitting submit. Then I thought it through and I hit submit because I think I'm going to save a little bit of money. I bet this kills Loot Crate for me and thousands of other subscribers. Now understand Loot Crate, their membership, the last numbers I read were around 200 to 250,000 people subscribe to Loot Crate. That's huge. Yeah. But the boxes are hit or miss unless you're just like some garden variety person who loves like The Walking Dead and Doctor Who and video games. And... I think most geek types have broad interests, but I don't have broad interests in owning stuff from the stuff. I have no desire to own a Sharknado book. My bookshelves are full. I have to be selective on the books I own. But the reason I subscribed to Loot Crate was because of exclusive Funko Pops. If Funko has their own Marvel 
blind box thing, are they still going to provide as much Funko exclusive merchandise to Loot Crate, who is, will now be a competitor? Right. This will be interesting how this shakes out this time next year, because for everything, subscription boxes are all the rage. Dog treats. You can get dinners delivered. Makeup. I get a makeup one every month, and I love it. But eventually, this is going to fall out of the favor again, I bet. Yeah. The question is, how long is it going to take? And is this going to destroy Loot Crate? And I think there's another one called like Geek Box or something. Mm-hmm. I don't think this will destroy Loot Crate overall. I'm just saying for people like me who are there for the pops. Yeah. Specifically for me, the Marvel and the Star Wars pops. If they're doing their own Marvel box now, and given that this is a Funko Disney partnership and Star Wars is owned by Disney, is a every other month, perhaps on the opposite month's Star Wars Funko box too far behind. And if they start parsing out the fandoms, what does that leave Loot Crate with? Firefly? That wasn't enough to maintain the TV show or make that movie a hit. (laughs) No, I really see this as a no-brainer for you guys since you guys are so into the pops. For me, I still have to think about it. I do belong to Loot Crate, but you're right. This is a little more specific than Loot Crate, but also about $13 to $14 more per box. So now I have some thinking to do. Yeah, it's pricey. There is no doubt about that. The good thing is only with the founder do you have to pay in advance. You can just subscribe for $25 a month. You're guaranteed to get the April box. And then after that, you can get one or two boxes. Cancel your subscription. Yeah, but that's not what happens. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, the box to box subscription is available. Oh, yeah. Nice. You just don't, like you said, you don't get the little statue. Mm-hmm. And they said that their every box would have an MSRP of over $50 in exclusive themed items. Depends on how much they value a t-shirt at. A t-shirt could be anywhere from $10 to $30. That's true. The way I looked at it is even if I don't like the item, I'll like it more because it's part of a fandom I like. So it could be a really ugly shirt, but because it's Marvel, I'll like it better than the really ugly shirt that was Cat's Loot Crate sent me. That was weird, wasn't it? (laughs) And I like it more than the pirate shirt Luke Great sent me. So I think for people who just like Marvel, it's probably a good thing to sign up for. And they do say, now, who knows if this is marketing speak, but supplies are limited, so sign up today. As heavy as Avengers Age of Ultron is going to be, if you want to be guaranteed that Hulkbuster pop, just sign up for at least the first box. Yeah. Yeah. And cancel any time. And then Lego revealed a set that I'm probably going to take an entire 64 gig memory stick of photos of at Toy Fair in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I didn't realize. I saw some pictures first. I didn't see the box, but I saw they were releasing a helicarrier Lego set. And I'm like, I want that. It looked so cool. And the minifigures, you get a Maria Hill, a Nick Fury, a Captain America. Black Widow, Hawkeye. I'm like, this looks so awesome. This is great. I didn't realize it was an ultimate collector set. What does that mean? The UCS sets are Lego sets that are specifically aimed at the high-end collector market. This wasn't going to be a retail set because I looked at the Helicarrier and I'm like, oh, so this is their $100 Avenger set. No, this is a lot more than that. No, this is their $500 Death Star set. Yeah. <laughs> Huge. The, the dimensions of it. I have three issues. The first is the size. Where do I put it? 
at 31 inches long by 17 inches wide by 11 inches tall. (laughs) On the kitchen table. (laughs) We can eat standing up. It's big. The second thing is it's 2,996 pieces. Who's putting this together? Well, I will be, but most Lego sets I think of as an afternoon. You know, some of them, the little sets, are a couple minutes in an afternoon. The big sets are Marjorie and her friends go shopping and come back and Arnie's finished the Lego set afternoon. This becomes a multi-day Arnie's going to take over the dining room, let's hope there's no holidays coming soon kind of build. Yeah, the extent of my Lego patience is pretty much nothing because that Rocket Raccoon Lego, the little minifigure, I got frustrated and gave up after trying (laughs) to put one piece together. And I'm like, no, screw it, I can't do it, it's too hard. (laughs) Yes, I did have to build her rocket. (laughs) Putting together Legos is a time suck. I mean... Not too long ago, Rory and I were putting together uh, a medium-sized set of those girlfriends purpley Legos that they have out there. And that took us like two hours. And it wasn't like we were confused by the instructions. It just takes a long time. So this could take days and days. Yeah, when I put together the last big set I did was several hundred pieces. And it was a ATTE from Star Wars. And that took me about a week of doing it a couple hours a night. And that's this would be... At least five times that. Oh, yeah. Now, here's something I've never seen Lego do. Of course, I don't follow Lego as closely as some other people. But this set, in addition to those regular figures that they have, is coming with 12 micro figures. I've not seen that either. And that's kind of cool slash weird. The standard minifigures aren't to scale with the helicarrier because then it would still be even bigger than it is. So they're to stand off to the side as a display piece and to make people that size to run around you get the micro figures and some small quinjets and things and these micro figures they look small yeah i mean like maybe the size of the legs of a regular figure and much thinner than the leg of a regular figure right that's kind of cool i want some micro figures i just don't want to lose them (laughs) yeah (laughs) but the third thing that really hit hard is this is a $350 Lego set, and I've never spent anything even approaching that on Lego. It's like you're paying for frustration and foot injuries. <laughs> it's kind of like getting married. Stepping on a Lego is the worst ever. <laughs> Does Lego have a flex pay option? No. No. That's just called your credit card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because the Ultimate Collector sets are only available from Lego. You gotta go to a Lego store, a really high-end one that has these sets, or order from lego.com, and that means the chances of a sale on this are really almost non-existent. Right. You might get lucky and find it on Amazon from a reseller or something, but... Then that would be marked up. Yeah, chances are it won't be for less than 350. Yeah. I had to do a little soul searching. It's not up for sale yet. It won't be until closer to the movie and after we see it at Toy Fair. Seeing it at Toy Fair will be the make or break. But if it looks as cool as the photos they've released, it will be my first multi-hundred dollar Lego expenditure. And I'll just start saving now. Well, just try to snag me one of those micro Iron Man. (laughs) I'll see what I can do, Justin. But I'm just really happy this isn't from the Captain America, the Winter Soldier, so I don't have to buy three of them. (laughs) And then... Drop them off the roof into your pool. Well, that's the thing is, unlike the Hasbro ones, there's no hanging this from the ceiling, right? 
Uh, I would I would not. No. <laughs> My God, it rained Legos. <laughs> that would not be fun to pick up. There's only thing worse than building Legos this big is trying to rebuild from the middle, not knowing what step you should be on. Mm -hmm. Just tear it all apart and start over again. <laughs> yep. Now that's pretty cool though. I mean, if they're going to do a big set like this for collectors, this is this is the way to go. Maybe maybe Stark Tower next time. They're doing a Stark Tower as well, but that's a standard retail set. It might right. even be smaller than Hasbro's. And speaking of all these pre-orders, there have been a ton of Avengers items revealed by Funko, and you can order tons of them right now from our sponsor, Dorkside Toys. They've revealed the Age of Ultron pop vinyls that includes a Vision in a really funky kind of purple and silver color. Yeah, is that what he's going to look like in the movie? I don't know. Yeah, I think he is. That's kind of cool. As well as Thor with the beard. Our first Hawkeye pop vinyl. Hmm. That's the first pop vinyl of Hawkeye? From the movies. Yeah. All right. From the first Avengers, he was not given one. Then Marjorie for you. They also have up for pre-order the new Age of Ultron mystery minis. I hope they're not bobbly because I do not like the bobbly ones. I think that's all they have the license for. Oh. I believe these will be bobbleheads, but you do get a Hulkbuster as well as a blue and white Iron Man, which they came out with. Entertainment Earth has exclusive Hasbro Titan Hero tech figures, including this Hawkeye Iron Man 2-pack. And I thought it was just a weird repaint like Toronto Maple Leafs Iron Man. That would be awesome. But <laughs> now that I see this here, I think we're seeing the Mark 45 here. This blue and white armor, given that it's a Hasbro figure and a Funko figure, I think that's the armor at the end of the Age of Ultron film. Or at some point, definitely. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's no mistake that these different manufacturers are making the same looking and same color Iron Man. And then we could just put a Maple Leafs logo on his chest for you, Marjorie, yes. and call it a day. <laughs> the Leafs suck. No, well, they do this here. <laughs> They're not doing too well. But Funko's also put out keychains that you can get little pop style Hulk or pop style metallic Iron Man for $5.99. Tons of stuff. And if you're looking for action figures, Dorkside Toys is the place to go. I've ordered the Odin Wave. You can order the Spider-Man Wave of Legends or order them individually. If you want the Spider-Man with the pulled up mask that we talked about last show, it's on sale for $17.99. And they even have the new Infinite Series Beast, Sandman, Big Time Spider-Man. You can even get a pre-order of the case with the two different beasts, Hawkeye, Daredevil, all of those. So those are all at our sponsor, Dorkside Toys, and we'd appreciate you using the link from our homepage. You can also get their Star Wars toys, G.I. Joe toys, Robocop, Terminator, Simpsons, Mutant Ninja Turtles, Walking Dead, and more, all at Dorkside Toys. And I don't know if we mentioned it enough, but we definitely get a lot of stuff from them. And every time they package and ship so nicely because they know they're shipping to collectors. Yeah, I've been very happy with every order from them. You like spy movies, Mr. DeVille? When I was a kid, that was my dream job. Gentleman spy. Hey there, folks. This is Jacob, host of Now Playing Podcast. This is Stuart in LA. And this is Arnie. And we're here to invite you to a special event. On Tuesday, February 17th at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 
Now Playing Podcast is going live for a review of the upcoming movie, Kingsman, The Secret Service. The suit is a modern gentleman's armor. The Kingsman agents are the new knights. It's the upcoming film from Kick-Ass and X-Men First Class director Matthew Vaughn, based on the Mark Miller comic series. It's the next review in our Marvel movie retrospective, and you can hear us review it live at nowplayingpodcast.com. Son of a bitch! It's going to be a good time, and then afterwards we're going to do a Q&A with our listeners, giving away some prizes, including previously exclusive donation podcasts that people haven't been able to hear for years. But to win, you have to be there live. We're going to stand around here all day. Or are we going to fight? So head to nowplayingpodcast.com at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, and we look forward to seeing you there. Simple. The King's Man. And our final thing this week, fortunately, this didn't cost me any money this week, because between Funko and Lego and Hot Toys, enough was spent. I spent this money way back when, last March... But my FX collectibles, Captain America Avengers Shield Prop Replica has arrived. Yeah. I've claimed it. <laughs> You're trying to steal it from me. Yes, I might be. I really hope they do a repaint into Winter Soldier's Shield. This thing is really unbelievable. FX Collectibles always has done great work. I've bought a number of their Star Wars items. We've seen their stuff at Comic-Con for so long. And for those who don't remember, I've been lusting after the shield for at least four years. They just kept showing it and showing it at conventions. And I'd kept being like, Brian, when are you going to put that up for sale? Brian, when are you putting that up for sale? And then if you guys recall from, I believe, Comic-Con in 2013, Brian said that he was afraid they can't find any Chinese manufacturer to make it to the quality they wanted. They just weren't coming out right. And they were looking at getting them made in America, but it's so expensive to manufacture here. They may only do 100 and the price each could be 1500 to 2500 per shield. Yay. And that was some soul searching. <laughs> <laughs> But after we got to touch it at Comic-Con last year, I think that's when your mind was completely made up, right? I had already ordered by that point. Right, but you knew that you made the right choice then. I wasn't sure because what they have are those prototypes on display. And when you see things at Comic-Con, it's sometimes hard to really judge, isn't it? You know, you're, there's so much noise and hullabaloo and you're in such a giant room that things seem smaller. Like this ordered last spring... Took a while longer to get here than expected. There have been custom delays and a couple manufacturing delays. It had actually gotten here on a boat by November, but because of the dock worker strike, it just now got off the boat. Yeah, there's like a slowdown on the major West Coast ports, and it's affecting all manufacturers with goods coming in the United States from China and that area of the world. But it finally got here, and this box was big. Like three foot by three foot by like one foot. If you ever saw the Master Replicas Falcon, is like that shape of box. A big square, but stout. And opening it, we did an unboxing video. It's one of our few exclusive YouTube videos so far. We're going to be doing more of those. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, but you can see Marjorie completely open the box. And the very first time we get to see the shield was recorded on camera there. 
this is big. I wasn't sure how it would be because when we talked to Brian, he was talking about how there are all different sizes of shields that were carried in the Avengers and there were all different materials used in the Avengers. But some of the shields were really small and lightweight and then the hero shields were larger and heavier. And he said this is going to be a 24 inch shield. Well, I think I had a two foot shield. That's kind of small. Not when you get it. <laughs> It really feels big. It feels like real size. That's the thing is I also thought it'd be a tiny, tiny. Man, two feet. It seems way bigger than two feet. Just looking at the pictures, it, I would say two and a half feet at minimum. But what is this made out of? I mean, it looks like it's steel or aluminum or some sort of metal with the, the nice brushed aluminum effect. It is metal and fiberglass. Uh-huh. And it was done with master patterns that were cast from the original molds that made the screen props for Avengers. Not the first Avenger and not Winter Soldier. This is specifically the Avenger shield. And it's got the little lines in the star, you know, the like the three different markings on it. Yeah, all the little details that make up the shield. And it really has a brushed feel. When you look at it up close, it almost looks hand painted and like it left brush strokes, you know, but they're perfectly circular. I can't tell if they're brush strokes from the paint or if it's just a real texture to that shield. Hmm. There's the ridges around the star and the ridges in the circles, and it just really feels three-dimensional. You think about a shield, that could really be two-dimensional, especially since this is made to be hung on a wall. But by adding those ridges and the way it reflects the light back out, it really has a three-dimensional feel. The straps on the back are genuine leather. And it really, when you turn it over, you see the front of the shield and you expect that to be really nice. But when they did the back and you realize this is a completely authentic prop replica down to the straps. Well, and even with the straps, if you notice, there's clearly a top because there's a smaller strap and a thicker strap. Hasbro could learn from this design. <laughs> yeah, that's what really impressed me with at least holding that prototype was, you know, you turn it around and there's detail on the inside. You know, there's grooves and like you said, real leather straps. It feels like a like a real shield. I'm really happy with the way it is and I love it. I'm not going to sit there and nitpick it. I think it looks good. It looks authentic. The back is phenomenal because I could hold it like I was Captain America. It was really heavy, though. It's around, I think, 11 pounds or so. And that is pretty hefty when you start putting that all on one arm carrying like that. I personally would be tempted to use it as a saucer sled. I mean, it's just so perfectly rounded and with the straps. You could because it came with a really nice carrying case, too. Yeah, that's confusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice, but then when you stop and think about it, it's like, what's it really for? I have read a lot of people on FX Collectibles Facebook page who bought this for cosplay. Oh, okay. I treat this like a museum quality piece where no fingers must touch. Get the gloves if you are going to handle the shield. You know, that kind of thing. They bought it that take to a con and add to their Captain America outfit and have the best looking shield they can have. And being cosplayers, maybe they'll, if they scratch it, touch it up themselves with their own paint or something. Right. And what better to have than a travel bag that fits it perfectly? I I did not even consider that. I was with you. I was thinking this goes on the wall and you never touch it again. And 
I've been to a number of cons where they've sold Captain America shields, knockoffs, not licensed. And they're five or $600 for a decent looking shield, but they're not this good. But I would consider those cosplay pieces, you know? They're just knockoffs that would really accentuate a Captain America costume. This looks so much better than those for around the same price. So if you're spending that on a shield to carry around and that's how you enjoy your fandom, I completely agree with that and think that's a fine use for this. There's only 1,500 of these that are made. So each one that gets broken at a con, that's one less in existence. <laughs> and I wonder if cosplayers who bought this may reconsider when I break the news a little bit later about its current value. But for now, that's, I think, why the carry case is there. I love having it because anytime I take this down from the wall, I don't have to necessarily put it back in the box. I can put this in this padded case and protect it enough. Only if I were shipping it or having movers move it would I really need to get the styrofoam box back out. Right. I wonder from our friends and listeners that might be drummers, if they could recognize this as like a cymbal bag or something, or if this is really something that FX had <laughs> manufactured just for the shield. You're right. Now that you mention it, it does have kind of just a, this was off the rack and they screen printed it feel. <laughs> but it does the job. So there you go. The one complaint I have, and I only have one, is the display. Because I'm not a cosplayer and I want this to be displayed as part of my collection. We discussed on a previous show the King Arts International Captain America Winter Soldier shields that they were doing. Right. And... Those came with two different displays. Those came with a wall mount display or a table mount display. This, you only get the wall mount display. And a couple of drawbacks. First, it just has these plexiglass points that you put around the shield. It's got the two A's, Avengers A's, permanently affixed at the bottom. And then after you mount it to the wall, you screw in a Marvel logo up top. Now, that's pretty cool. But this came with a plaque that gives the number, and I have number 15 of these shields. Ooh. But if I want to display that plaque, I have to permanently adhere it to the Marvel logo, thus covering up the Marvel and now forever showing the plaque. Oh. And the wall bracket itself is just this kind of brushed aluminum, and the top of it shows out, so you're going to see that above the shield instead of having the wall mount entirely hidden by the shield, so it just looks like the shield is hanging there. And the third part is, I'm wondering how over time, especially with just things like house settling, and every once in a great while we have a minor earthquake, if the resting of the shield directly against this kind of plexiglass will cause wear points or cause any kind of rub damage. Right. Yeah, you would think that it'd be like felt or velvet type of touch points. Yeah, and it's just the plastic. Hmm. That's the only place I can ding it is I'm just not happy with the display options. The more pressure points you have, the more rubbing you have. I'd be really concerned about putting it in, the, in there without some sort of padding on the back of that. You're right. This is more and more sounding less and less like they think it's a collectible, more and more like it's a, a cosplay piece. Yeah. Huh, you might have to come up with some kind of custom way to display it. That doesn't sound great with what it came with. Maybe something backlit. Put it in front of a sconce and have the thing glow from behind. That could be cool. It's a really thin shield. There's not a whole lot of curvature. So that would you'd almost have to have it further out from the wall and figure something out. The problem is the shield is a prop replica. There's nothing to hang it on unless I hang on the leather straps. 
Hmm. No matter what, you're going to have to have something to brace it and to really brace the bottom. The other thing is being two feet, you think of two feet as small, but you try to find two plus feet of wall space in an area that's not sunlit. I'm having trouble figuring out where I'm going to hang it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hang it in my theater because I don't want it to reflect the light and it is shiny. And so I'm right now having to look. My office is kind of full of comic covers and original art. I'm I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to put this. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, Arnie, because when we were talking about when it was stuck in customs, because FX Collectibles really did a good job of keeping their customers informed, we're thinking, oh, we could put it here, we could put it here, because you're like, it's only two feet, it's it's fine. Yeah, we have no place to put it. We do, but it's just a matter of finding the perfect place to show it off. Yes. I say, you know, it can just be something I carry around with me. <laughs> so you're going <laughs> to cosplay at the next con. Not really. That's all. I don't have time to sew anything. We don't have we don't have any place to hang it. So you just have to carry it around. Yeah, it's really heavy though. I'd have like one Popeye arm and then one regular arm. <laughs> It'd be cool to somehow fashion a backpack to it so you could just carry it on your back but make it functional at the same time. That would be really cool, but it would again still be uncomfortable on your back. I think. Yeah, an extra eleven pounds is yeah. never good. <laughs> Especially at a convention. I just really love the King Arts International. If you buy the wall mount version, it comes with a frame and it's kind of felted and the frame has the hangers on it. Yeah, they did really nice display pieces for theirs. Well, this item, I was lucky to get it on the pre-orders. I was actually really worried because I mentioned that I thought they were only going to make 100. And then when they placed the order, it was a little confusing how many they were going to have up for order because they had a full pay option, which came with free shipping, which I jumped on because I'd rather save a little money by paying up front or the $200 deposit and then pay more. Well, they were only doing, I think, 500 of the full pay option. And I thought they were only making 500 total. I was panicking. I was scheduling my entire meetings at work around this pre-order, but I'm glad I did. They are pre-sold out. They were available at Entertainment Earth for quite some time. Now they are pre-sold out. Every place I go is pre-sold out. This retailed for $600 and the cheapest right now on eBay would be 880 shipped. Yikes. Whoa. And looking at completed sold listings, They've sold as high as $1,500. Wow. <laughs> That's almost triple retail that they've sold. And the regular sale price is around $950 to $1,000 on this piece now. We're not selling it, though. No, no. I'm not saying we're selling it. I'm just saying anyone who didn't get in on the pre-order, this is what you're probably looking at paying unless you can find a comic shop that got an order in for one that's going to sell it at retail. Yeah. Well, just goes to show there's a market for cap shields out there. I like Marjorie's idea for a display, though, and that's to take down a couple of my statues, find a new place for them. What was it you suggested I do in that area? Um, wait, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, there was some sort of talk of the Loki scepter and perhaps, did I, did I say Thor's hammer? And I'm not a big Thor fan at all. But I thought on the back wall you could take down those cube shelves we had put up, find another spot for Hulk, and I think there's a cap up there, and an Ironmonger, maybe some other stuff. And you could have the cap shield as the centerpiece and put Loki's scepter on one side and Thor's hammer on the other. Do I have a good wife? That sounds like permission to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
That that is pretty awesome. Here here's what's happened is they've made some really awesome collectibles and the market's not flooded. Yeah, but see here's the problem is you're going to end up with these cool already made one to one scale prop replicas that represent each character and then you're going to get the Iron Man and the only thing really that's to scale for Iron Man is that arc reactor in the in the glass dome. And I kind of like that. I actually don't mind that arc reactor in the dome. They are making like a light up helmet, but I just find that creepy. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we already have that weird electro head. <laughs> but looking at the King's Arts International ones for people who just want a shield, because I was kind of looking at specifically the weather worn shield or the winter soldier shield. First of all, those are much more expensive than FX collectibles. These are $900 shields versus FX collectible $600 shield. They're almost identical in size in that these are 23.6 inches versus FX collectibles 24. King Arts is doing the Winter Soldier shields, whereas FX did the Avenger shield. But while I really, really like their wall mounts, the King Arts International specifically says the shield is affixed to the wall mount and is not guaranteed to be removable slash replaceable. Mm, so you can't just take it off. Then you could get the table mount one. And the table mount one, at least it works kind of the same way. I might still be worried about rub spots because I can't tell if there's any felt there. But it just comes with a large table display that you kind of rest it back in but then you can pick it up and carry it the leather straps don't look nearly as nice on the king arts one as on the fx one though yeah they probably use pleather <laughs> vegan leather but the wall shield did take your idea justin it has a power line that illuminates the shield via a circular led backlight see that would be cool i may have to do that it wouldn't be hard if we went to one of the framing places in town we could get it a hook on like, you know, a nice black velvet frame to set it on so we didn't have something rubbing on the front. I'm sure that they could use somehow the leather straps on the back and you could put the LED lights around it to backlight it. That wouldn't be, a, I mean, we'd probably have to pay a little bit, but I don't think it's something that's impossible. Might not be bad to put it in a shadow box too, to really. So I think I made the right choice going with FX over the King Arts and I don't think I'm going to pick up any of these King Arts ones. I've got the FX one. As much as I like that kind of battle damage shield look, I don't want to live in a hall of shields. Why? Because I live in a hall of armor already. That's true. I think that if FX did another shield and it was really different, I'd have to strongly consider it. But at the close to $1,000 for these King Arts, I think that I'm really happy with the choice we made and that we were lucky enough to get one of FX's. It's just really nice piece. It is possibly my favorite mass-produced collectible we've ever reviewed on this show. I, I gotta admit, I'm a little bit jealous. I don't get jealous very often, but this one, this one's making me a little envious. When you come visit, you can play with it. Yay! I did try to hold it just to emulate that shield throw. This thing's heavy, and trying to just hold it with your fingers in a pincer grip, you gotta have some super soldier serum for that. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that... It was a stunt shield they were using. Yeah. <laughs> Having met Sebastian Stan, he's kind of a willowy person. I'll say this, though. When I thought FX Collectibles was going to sell this for 1000 to 1500 and I was considering paying it, if you feel like you missed out, listener, and you feel like you may want to pay the eBay prices, I honestly think the quality of this is worth the price it's selling for on eBay. I don't think, even though you're paying more than retail, you're not overpaying for this 
it feels like a thousand dollar collectible by the pound <laughs> and with that that is our show for this week and our last show before new york toy fair starting valentine's day you're going to want to follow us on twitter you're going to want to follow us on facebook you're going to want to subscribe to us on youtube and get all the updates and then of course watch our next couple of shows as we bring you all the latest news from lego where i may be kicked out for attempting to steal justin a tiny minifigure <laughs> <laughs> it'll be worth it for you <laughs> <laughs> i didn't say it would be worth it for you <laughs> or i might just be kicked out for standing in a large puddle of drool sir can you please finally move away from the helicarrier you've been here for four hours <laughs> and the, all the updates from hasbro where rumor has it we might be seeing some legends of hellcat batrock hulk spider woman blizzard doctor strange war machine and more yeah, lots of Legends rumors floating around right now, so hopefully we'll get some confirmation or at least some hints coming up next. Plus, all the stuff from the floor of Javits, Kotobukiya, and so much more, all live from New York. So, all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. You can see more videos and reviews by subscribing to the Marvelicious Toys YouTube channel you can find the link from our homepage. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. That's 803-627-8354. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Marvelicious podcast video enhancement by Andrew, Daryl, Josh, and Barrett. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Photo editing by Curtis and Jeff. Announcements by Brock. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at nowplayingpodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2015, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. To use a dated reference from Twister, the G5 tornado of merchandising. It's an F5. An F5 tornado of merchandising. <laughs> the dated weather. reference there was to a Mac computer that's <laughs> seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a, a nice airplane, private jet. <laughs> Actually, uh, apparently that's been outdated. The hip hop song is now, I'm fly like a G6, like a G6.
So G5 is the dated reference. Oh. Here's the problem. Oh, boy. Here we go. <coughs> that is a problem. Yes. Tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did find some new role play toys for Avengers Age of Ultron. I mean, oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Fifty Shades of Grey line at Target that's next to the kids' toothbrushes. <laughs> That's just good marketing. <laughs> thought we were getting down and dirty or something <laughs> with very tame BDSM. <laughs> That's so inappropriate for this show. It is. <laughs> is it? Is that the line? I guess so. <laughs> Not too far off topic, but I just read a thing the other day that like literotica, which is girl porn, is like a multi-billion dollar year industry. So... So we need to stop talking about toys and start yeah, writing. Let's start girl. writing some literatica. <laughs> we can even keep the same name. It'll still be Marvelicious Toys. <laughs> Just a totally different type of toy. <laughs> Seriously, though, you have the biggest alarm clock I've ever seen. It was a dual iPhone charging alarm clock. So it had dual iPod docks back when iPod docks were wide. Ah, uh, okay. Because <laughs> I bet you most of those people commenting don't know, like, the scale of a Funko. <laughs> you know, seeing that Funko, and I was like, whoa, that's like a boombox. <sighs> All that leads into talking about Hulk hands. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> we totally were like Billy from Family Guy with that topic. <laughs> run it over here, run it over there. Fifty Shades of Grey, alarm clock. <laughs> Hulk hands. We finally get to where we're going. <laughs> yes, I was double Hulk fisting the whole game. So, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey Hulk. <laughs> I wouldn't mind pulling on Groot to turn on the ceiling fan. I pull on Groot all the time. It's okay, dude. <laughs> Baby Groot? <laughs> No, it's full size group. <laughs> Unless I'm in the pool. <laughs> We're just off the rails. We are. <laughs> well, at least we're having fun. Hells yeah. I set you up for a Goonies line there. Nobody took it. I don't I don't get that. <laughs> no. Because he played Bush and W. Ah. And then in Goonies was like, and here's one with Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, that's President Kennedy, idiot. <laughs> I've never seen Goonies. Well, he played Kennedy once. <laughs> You've never seen Go every week I learn something more about your sad, sad childhood, Marjorie. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch a lot of slasher and horror movies. <laughs> I guess my childhood wasn't all that normal. <laughs> 